You're listening to the Passionate Pursuit Podcast, a podcast that inspires followers of Christ to live out their faith in a meaningful way and to engage in the conversation. My name is Alex Yoder, and I'm joined here every week with my co-host, Casey Reinard. And each week, we discuss what it means in this culture to grow, to learn, and how to leave an impact. Now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Passionate Pursuit Podcast. Quick disclaimer on this episode, I'm going to try to, Alex, you have to hold me to this, I'm going to try not to say the word um or any filler words, I'm also going to try to slow down, Okay. because I've been talking fast a lot. So have you been doing some like self-evaluations? Yeah, well, I I don't know if it's self-evaluation, if it comes from your wife and your parents and your friends and your brother, but... Oh, okay. So I mean, constructive criticism. Yeah, ever since I was born, it's it's been a struggle for me to slow down and enunciate my words and speak mm. clearly. Okay. My grandma has a very hard time listening to me talk as well. So, okay. to me, I sound like I'm got like this really slow southern drawl. We'll see how it goes. So far, you're off to a great start. I appreciate the support. You're going to do fine, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you've got me here. I mean, we're going to do fine. I will make sure that you don't say those words. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you. So uh, what are we talking about? So I think the thought for today was really, I know we've been, we're on week 13, 14? 15, 15 of this podcast, which is just kind of surreal if you look back at what was it, February, when we first started talking about doing something. I had started a some random little YouTube channel at the time because I wanted something to do media-wise and then started talking to you and said, hey, you know what, this sounds like something we could do and do well and have fun with. And it's been, what's September is nine months. It's been seven months since then. Yeah. And it's just been a little adventure. So my thoughts for today, and I, I think it, it could be really good just to go back. And I know I've been, I was out the past couple of weeks, and then we had the interview with Corby last week. Just taking some time today to just decompress and talk and just hang out yeah. and just see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, and this is the one episode that we've done so far where there's no notes in front of us. There's zero notes. I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be honest? I'm, 100% of this is coming right off the cuff. Yes, and but uh, I have a little bit of comfort in my heart because I'm sitting next to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen pillows. <laughs> we aren't in the blanket fort studio today. We, we keep it cozy. I do, do. I owe Jess a thank you for all these pillows. So Alex's wife has decorated their house with so many pillows, and I just basically want to take another nap. <laughs> and it's late. It's it's late wow, at night. So. It's like nine o'clock on the East Coast over here. Yeah, so you might actually just doze off on this one. I might, if, but we won't let that happen either. If you suddenly stop hearing from me and yeah, Alex goes on a monologue, it's because Casey napped and Alex didn't didn't have the heart to wake him up. Yep, that's right. That's exactly so. what that's gonna that's gonna be all right though. Everybody needs a good nap from time to time. Yes. If you're listening to this and you haven't napped yet today or this week, I recommend that you do. It's, it's biblical to nap. Well, yeah, rest and is godly. Yeah, it is. Listen to episode seven. I yes. think that was rest. And also, I've heard that this podcast serves as a really good lullaby for babies. Oh, does it? Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh. Yes. So if you need a nap, maybe just plug this in, put on the headphones, and away you go. That's great. Because we're ultra boring. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever find, like, when whenever 
Kelly and I go on road trips, I will be super tired when I'm and like as I'm driving, I just get more drowsy. So then I throw something on the radio to listen to, and instead of music, I, no- I normally throw on a podcast. And it puts me right out. Yeah, definitely. Just, well, I think driving in general is just, it has that effect on a lot of people where it, it's relaxing, especially when it's summer and it's oh, the sun yeah. and you have the AC blowing and the white noise from the, and then you got some music or a podcast and then the next thing you know, you're falling asleep at the wheel, which, wow, that's dangerous. <laughs> that is dangerous. Kelly, my first date we went on, we drove down to Cincinnati to watch the sunrise by, on the riverfront. And we, on the, we were driving back at like 11 in the morning because we've been talking all morning and we got like next to no sleep the night before. And she was asleep in the passenger seat and I'm driving and I, I become fully aware that my eyes are shut <laughs> and I like open my eyes and it was just like a two lane road, but no one was on the other side, but I had fully drifted into the other lane and it's just, it's kind of been a, a backstory of our entire relationship is i'm dozing off of the wheel yeah that's terrifying i don't I've know if that's a metaphorical yeah i hope not i, I, don't, I don't think it's if it is if it doesn't sound good for you guys <laughs> it does not sound good if that's metaphorical no not at all so um i guess you, you just said um dang it that's one We're okay counting. you get one that's oh one. man so the house is quiet today not that it's ever loud your kids are actually really great about and yeah. i mean your wife's amazing at letting us record here but it's super quiet, and I guess I want to know because we don't get to talk a ton throughout the week because you have a few things called children, a wife, and work, and I have a few things called a wife, a work, and a not yet born mm-hmm. child. So I just want to like, like, how's work going? Yeah, you, you just show me your logo. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that. That's one of the things that I think me and you wanted to just kind of unpack on that. Is yeah. I have no um, idea what's happening. Yeah. So since we started this podcast, I've switched over my profession, so to speak. I wouldn't necessarily say what I was doing before was a profession. I guess you can say anything it's that you job. do and make money from is a profession. Yep. But Okay. So in my previous life, I was working for a company that built, built armored vehicles. That's pretty legit. Yeah. And so when I was in high school, I, I kind of set my affections on working in the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. And 10 years later... Um, really just was not interested in it anymore. I had lost all desires to work on cars. It's just not where I was at in life. Yeah. You know, if you rewind a couple years from now, uh, God was doing something in my wife's heart and in my heart to start serving in youth ministry, which, you know, that happened. And then one thing led to another where God started tugging at my heart to take that to a even further capacity. And so what that kind of looked like for me was just being in a season of life, not really knowing how to approach ministry. I just decided to enroll myself in school. Yeah. And I figured what better way to find that direction than just getting invested into and getting built up. So enrolled in school and I'm still currently doing that. And now that I'm halfway through, I guess I'm just kind of looking at the next four to five years of my life and going, well, how is this all this transition going to happen? Because the transition from the business, corporate life to ministry is not an easy one. No. no. So uh, what happened was my wife and I were pregnant with our third child, and she works in the medical field. And so she had, since she works for private practice, she didn't have maternity leave uh, paid for her. So um, while she was on maternity leave, I just decided to pick up some side jobs doing interior painting on houses, Mm. which 
was one of those things where God just really used that to open my eyes to show me like, hey, you can do this full time. And when the doors open for ministry, you'll be able to support yourself financially. You know, if that door opens for part time ministry first and there's not a lot of money on the table to support yourself financially, mm-hmm. you you have your own business yeah. to fall back on. You can do this. And so since we started the podcast, that's kind of been happening behind the scenes with me where I left my job to start my own business. So now I own my own painting company called Yoder's Painting and Design. There it is. Look it up. Yeah, look it oh, up. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned, sorry, totally, not really off topic, but you mentioned that you had a guy making a website, or is that, how's that coming along? Oh, no, the website's up. I did it's, the website. Oh, yeah, right, yoderspaint.com. Right. You can check it Dang out. Dang it, I need to keep talking. I'm going to pull this up. No, I'll, yeah, yeah. A live web, reaction to this. Yeah, the website is up. It's not complete, so don't be too critical. I won't be, you said Yoder's Painting. No, yoderspaint.com. Yoder's Paint. Yeah, so that's that's where we're at with as far as work goes. But um, like the here and now, uh, since I'm, I'm my own boss and I can schedule uh, my work however I want to, which was one of the big things was I needed to open up my schedule in a number of ways so I can get to different conferences and get to different things. Yeah. Um, tomorrow I'll be leaving for a conference up in New Philadelphia, Ohio. Which this is, you know, this is like the, this is like the the reality. It's all coming to fruition now. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say when I'm not going to work for this week, and I was able to block that off so I can go get poured into for a week and just better equip myself for the ministry. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's where I'm at, like with the here and now. So my wife and kids are on their way to Grandma's house in North Carolina. We'll have church in the morning, and then off we go. Yeah, and that'll be three days of just. Yeah, build, Man. build, build, invest, yeah. invest, invest. So that that was going on, and it, it was interesting, and, I, and it was not planned. But as we were going through some of the topics on the podcast, and and I know you're going to come back in on this and kind yeah. of talk about this too. There were so much parallels with our own <laughs> life, and I don't think we there was never one time where we sat down and was like, "Hey, look, man." This is what I'm going through in life right now. Let's talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. It's like kind of like hindsight. We're looking back like, man, it's interesting when I was going through just this decision making and this really restless period of time of trying to decide, you know, what should I do? Should I break away from this full-time job, which was a really good job, and go out on my own to better open doors for ministry? Yeah. And I was wearing myself out running a company and working, and we did a, a series on rest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then... We had all this busy stuff that showed up, you know, having our third child and you got real busy and it's like you just look at all these different things that were going on and we had uh, we had different messages or podcasts about trials and tribulations and just how to push through that and how to embrace those things. Yeah. Shameless plug to episode seven of rest as well as episode um, 13 about sacrifice in episode 11 it's called in the boat if you haven't listened to those i strongly recommend you go check those out in the boat and sacrifice were just alex but that does not detract from the quality because he's a stellar job <laughs> well, thanks <laughs> man do that on air yeah you know when i went back and did when you let me know that things were getting a little hectic for you and you needed just some time yeah i was going to my toolbox of things like okay so if i'm gonna approach this podcast by myself what what am i going to talk about mm-hmm. and i found it very challenging when i did the first one and so when i did the second one which is called i must what that was was a sermon that i actually wrote that i just basically turned into a podcast yeah and i fully intended that someday that that would be preached and that still could happen oh yeah but that's where it came from and you know that 
message was written from a, a real place. You know, it wasn't just something I did for the podcast. I had done, done that years ago because I was walking through extreme tribulation in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those times where I was reading through the Bible and it was just like, boom, there you are in Scripture. Yeah. You know, and it's those times where you really grow and you really get that intimate relationship with the Word of God where it's just like, this is me. This is me in this story. Because it was one of those times where I was like, sorrow, sorrow, sorrow. And I saw that in Mary and she was sorrowing and here she comes before her creator and says, I'm sorrowing. Yeah. And I was like, that's me. In the response, you know, that she got, I was just so dumbfounded by that. It changed my complete, my completely changed my perspective. So just a little tidbit of back and background about that. It's, yeah. it's been on my laptop for a couple of years. No better yeah. time to break it out and, uh, Test it out. Yeah. I hope everybody liked it. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, we got, oh, what was that? Like, we got a pretty good amount of listens on that one. So, um, also, yeah, thank you. Not really a tangent, but thank you to everyone who's been listening to this. I think when when we started recording this podcast, A, I think it's just, and disagree, and feel free to disagree with me, Alex, but I feel like, at least for me, it's been a huge adjustment even going from the the last time we recorded together before the Corby episode last week to today, like just trying to bring a more conversational tone to the podcast and not make it too deep or too light. I'm just finding that nice balance where I think at the beginning it just you know, I was so excited that we that we you know we said we wanted to do something, we planned for it, and then we actually started it. Like that's not the normal progression of things in my life. Normally, I say that'd be awesome. Crickets. Yeah. Like I too challenging, too something something. Yeah, I mean, right on Evernote, I have like the blueprint for a board game that I want to make about like hospital management and like everyone's a different, like a doctor with a different specialty and you have to like cure your patients and steal patients from other hospitals and like, you know, <laughs> steal patients. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like add a little humor into it. I don't know. It's, I like uh, it. So we'll see if that ever, but you know, I, I've always had those things that I really want to do and they, and I never take action on them. And oh, yeah. I, I think having someone, especially like you who loves to take action, with me, I think we complement each other well in that respect yeah. where God can use that combination, bring something like this podcast to life. And, you know, we're still working it out and just seeing really what's, what's, what our listeners like best, what's best for us to talk about. And just kind of praying each week that God's just, you know, having us discuss whatever, whatever he wants us to discuss at that particular time. Like you said, it's, it's really actually, it's been cool that it's lined up with how we've been, what we've been experiencing in our lives throughout the past couple of months, because there hasn't, yeah, there hasn't been a time where we've said, oh, um, you know, I'm really feeling, I'm experiencing a lot of doubt right now, like in my personal relationships. Like, yeah. let, let's dig into that. And not that there would be anything wrong with that. I think right. that's, that'd be an awesome opportunity to kind of dive into specific topics like that. But it's, it, we've kind of been all over the place and just testing things. And I think that's, that's a great place to be on episode 15. Yeah, and what I really like about this, I mean, more so than ever, this episode is totally uh, 
it's totally where we're at because yeah. when we did the interview with Corby last week, which was amazing, we hadn't if, we hadn't caught up. Me and you hadn't talked in a couple weeks except no, yeah. for like seeing each other at youth group. Mm-hmm. And so I think when this idea popped in my head, like trying to find those conversational tones in the podcast, yeah. I'm like, why don't we just catch up on the podcast? <laughs> there you it know is. what I mean? We we've been real deep and mm-hmm. we've come up and done interviews and then we've had some more devotional stuff and now it's like. 15, we haven't been able to catch up. Mm-hmm. Let's peel back some layers with each other and with our listeners and let them know what's going on in our life and just give them some backstory on some stuff. And I yeah, think man. that's really cool. Yeah, I, it's it's just a great opportunity. It is. It makes me happy. Yeah, and you know, going back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, there was a gentleman at our church that said, I really enjoy to see how this thing is growing. And each week, it's it's becoming yeah. more and more of a polished thing. And I remember that moment you said to me, you're like, dude, we actually have, There's like, it's tangible, it's here, we have it. There's yeah. something that we have. Mm-hmm. And at, at first, I'll be honest, I thought getting into this, is a podcast respectable enough to do, if that makes sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? As silly as that is, mm-hmm. when, you, when you have your, your heart, and your mind set on doing something like a full-time ministry and it's not coming, it's not coming. And you're like, well, what about this podcast thing? Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know about that. Is that, is that going to impact anybody? Mm-hmm. I mean, who's really going to gain from that? Yeah. And then we start p- pumping out content and you get these text messages and messages on Instagram. And it's like, okay, God's using this. Yeah, a little God bit of is, encouragement. Too, God right? is, yeah, exactly. And God's using it to reach people, and it does. It encourages you, and it's like, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, whether, you know, it, it's all for Him anyway. Yeah. yeah, and that's one thing. So the, the the podcast hosting site that we use, Anchor, A is awesome, but so A for awesome. B, it it lists like your listens by device by episode, which is really cool. So we can see that most of our audience listens on Apple devices. Um, not shouting that out, but I think we both have iPhones and Macs. Yeah, we so, do. Yeah, that's how we roll. Yeah, you know. And it's, I'll admit it's a distraction for me sometimes. Not a discouragement, but but just a, just to, to look at those those listener numbers and you know see which episodes were the most popular, see which ones weren't. And see if there's any, especially the more content we produce, and see what patterns there were on the more popular content that, without sacrificing quality or um, the God-centric aspects of it, that we can kind of tap into to continue growing that listener base and and just reaching more people with it. Yeah. And I I find myself I have to remind myself like it's not about the numbers because at the end of the day like we don't know what God's gonna use this for. We just know that he can use it and he will use it. And whoever that is, like a lot of people, we won't know who this is going to affect. But it's awesome when we do get those messages that people say, hey, love what you guys said about rest the other week. Totally listen to that. And I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, and that podcast actually got shouted out on somebody's Instagram story. It did, yeah. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the few that actually got reposted. Like, hey, you guys need to go back and listen to this. Mm-hmm. And it's those moments where it's like, yeah, man. Um, it is respectable what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying to do something for God, and you're trying to put good content out there that glorifies Him. Man, it's so easy to get caught up in those numbers. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to ignore them and go, "Yeah, it's not about that." Well, and and 
I, I I treat this a little bit like a tiny little side business. Like, no, it doesn't take up hours upon hours or weeks, but it, it is something that's that's you know in the back of my mind, and I I kind of check in on and keep tabs on, and um, I I like to treat it like a little bit a little business. Did I just say um? No, I don't I think, think so. Okay. I didn't catch it. If okay, you did, cool. awesome. That one's that one's got you're free on that. Sweet. One. So we're still on one, and I yeah. So. I treat it like a little business and if you're, you know, when you're creating something like this, you want to expand your reach. You want to impact more people, especially with content that truly matters. Like if we were telling bedtime stories, then yeah, like, okay, is this, is this making a lasting impact? And maybe it is. Maybe some, some people really respond to bedtime stories, but I, it's something that with this much importance and, this deep of a potential impact um, on believers and non-believers alike. I mean, it's it's important to me to continue being able to push it and grow it and kind of nurture it and, you know, tend it like God tells us to, like, take care of the land for food. And I'm, I'm blanking on the word. I know what you're talking Cultivate. about. Cultivate. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like in any way, shape, or form we've arrived. And I think we're still trying to find that uh, groove. Yeah. You know, because it takes time. Mm-hmm. But we, we're we working different angles, you know, and that's good. I think that's good. And I think that each week you kind of get a little bit of a different flavor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a little consistent for some time. And, you know, when we started this, man, that's kind of how we wanted to approach it. We didn't want to get pigeonholed into anything. No, we're like, we don't know what this is going to look like. Let's <laughs> just go and Let's just, just start go. stabbing it from different angles. And- right. And I like that. I like that because you have those moments. And you know me. Uh, we've talked about this before where like I'm kind of one-dimensional in how I like approach the content. It's going to be more like biblical. Yeah. So when you peel away for a few weeks it's like okay guys well get ready for bible study because that's like all i know how to do (laughs) yeah you know and then you come back on and we can just conversate Mm -hmm. or we can have those conversations about rest yeah you know what i mean yeah so that's nice i like that we can go do an interview with somebody which i really enjoy doing that too it changes up it changes up a lot of things yeah you have really no idea what is gonna happen no no you don't and and i think that's one of the things if i'm reflecting back to our interview with corby last week which was a our longest episode by about a half an hour twice as long as our normal ones but it really showed me how much of an impact a third party can have on a conversation especially in a situ in a scenario like this where two people are used to talking back and forth and they kind of have a rhythm and they know what to expect and then you throw this third enigma in there and a very friendly southern enigma from texas and (laughs) (laughs) but an enigma nonetheless (laughs) yeah and and you you throw them in there and it it is it's it's fresh from the perspective of being a podcast host it's it's fresh hopefully for our listeners and if for anyone who remembers our previous interviews with Brad, um, who had come back from Malawi, Africa, he's actually currently upstairs because he's in town for a conference that Alex and yeah. he and Alex are going to in a few days. So, uh, you know, it, it's just it's cool to see the relationships that we can build from those as well. Yeah, it is. And, you know, what's cool is with those interviews, it gets us out of our comfort zone. You know, we're not in the studio. We're out and about talking to different people. Which I like that too because podcasting doesn't have to be 
relegated to one spot in your basement. You can take the mic with you. Yeah. And I like that. I, I loved I loved the environment of just sitting down with Corby in his space. Yes. In his world. We went to him. He didn't come to us. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it made, for us being there, maybe not so much the listener, but for us, it made the interview so much more genuine, I guess, because we're, we're there with him in his office. Yeah. And I was just observing, you know, my surroundings when I'm in there and he's got the Astros jersey, I think it was. And yeah. And he's got or, the, the t-shirts yeah, 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 from his Astros. band and you kind of look at some of the books he has. And I don't know. I just like that because it's like, okay, we're in his world. We're in his environment. And I just hope that that carries on with our interviews and we can continue to travel out and catch those really neat stories. I mean, how about some of the stuff that court, I learned things in that interview with Corby last week that I never knew. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was really neat. Just sit down and talk with him. I don't know. I thought it was cool to just hear the story. I, I mean, even the part where he was talking about, cause, cause I, I, I feel like I'd heard bits and pieces of Corby's story, but you know, I, I'd heard he was, part of a fairly successful country band before doing worship stuff. And he was in Texas and then he moved up to Columbus and then suddenly he's in Northwest, like lots of holes in there and being able to have him fill those holes and in in that story and just help me understand where his heart is as a worship pastor, that just a gives me just a little, even, even more respect for him when I see him up there on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights of velocity and, for what he's doing and just to know his heart and his passion behind it and not, you know, being able to understand where his heart is with that and not necessarily ascribing my assumptions of his heart to him, like like, like letting him tell me what that is for him. Yeah. I I think that was kind of what was most impactful for me. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we have a special, uh, opportunity because we get to see him every week, whereas yeah. the listeners just know him through the context. Mm. If if you don't go to our church, the listeners who don't <laughs> yes. go to our church just know him through the context of the podcast. And I, I mean, you you're not going to meet a more genuine person. No, and I admire that in him, or a better especially person. somebody who's talented. You know, so but yeah, that's that's neat that we can do that on this show. We're not just stuck in a in a rut where we can only talk about one thing and we can only talk about it in one way mm-hmm. so what i think would be a really good idea is if every 15 episodes we unpacked like this and just went back and talked that'd be a cool cadence i'm my mind went straight to i'm curious if 15 is too many or if we should do like every 10 episodes we yeah have a thing. definitely i just like but, this but this mode i do too I'm able to, un- it's so relaxing in here, first of all. I'm just able to unwind. Not that, not that my house is relaxing. My house is very relaxing. I love my house. Apartment. Thing. Uh, and there will be a child in there soon. But, you know, it's just nice to have silence. It's like when I'm with other people, I feel like I can, for some reason, it's when I'm with other people that I can unwind and chill for a minute. But if I'm by myself, I'm like constantly trying to consume things. And I don't know why that's. I don't know why that's so weird, but... Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, man. It, like we said earlier, my wife and my kids are on their way out of... are on their way down to North Carolina, so the house is empty right now. Every other time we've done the podcast here at my place, there's been dogs upstairs barking and mm-hmm. kids running across the floor. Most of that's never picked up on a mic. Yeah. And I'm so often so scared that it's going to get picked up. Yeah. 
and that, that you're going to hear the sound of that. And it's like, I'm sitting here and it's dead silent right now. I'm thinking, why? Why what? are you so worried about those? That's what the, I was going to ask you. The sounds of your family living. Life, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so yeah. eye-opening to sit here in the silence and just go, man, you are worried about the wrong things. Man, you want this crystal clear, perfectly polished podcast to come through. And it's not about that yeah. at all. You know, as John Chris says, check your heart, bro. <laughs> there's a, that made me think, there's a podcast that, I've, that I'm subscribed to called Dad Tired. And it's this guy who podcasts from what sounds like his, the office in his house. And like every episode, he gives the disclaimer at the beginning. Like, hey, just a reminder, I'm doing this, but I'm also like watching my kids. So sometimes they come in the room and I just have to like leave for his, like, like he's in the middle of his podcast yeah. and you, you can like hear him in the background, like talking to his kid, like taking his kid back out and like closing the, like that kind of thing. And I think the dog came in one time and it's just those, those signs of life that he's, he wants to do this pot that, that particular podcast, dad tired to, you know, speak some life and truth of the Bible into dads specifically, but he's he's not afraid to just let everyone know like hey this isn't perfect this is my this is my real life like like i'm not trying to put on any sort of any sort of facade of you know perfection here like he's just it is what it is and if it's loud it's loud and sometimes some episodes it's super quiet and that's cool too yeah it's a much more organic product yeah just life this is what we do i think that's really at the core of what makes a podcast so cool is it's not production level radio broadcasting. No. It's just life, man. And what better thing to just sit down and conversate in your element than about the Bible, about God, and mm-hmm. those things that really matter. Yeah. Also, oh, I was so I a slight side story. I went to a board game parlor with. I think I was just telling you this. I went to a board game parlor with my brother in law today. And if you, if for anyone's listening who doesn't know what a board game parlor is, basically you go in. And you pay like this particular one, like five bucks a person, and you they have like beer and wine and like drinks and stuff, and you go in and they just have a huge library of board games, and you paid your five bucks and you can stay as long as you want and you can play as many as many games as you want, and the people there will teach you if you want or you can figure it out on your own. And on the way back, we we're listening to sports radio because the Buckeyes were playing because we're OHIO fans. Yeah, preach. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and. They, they were like, well, time for you know, the AP Energy third quarter, or whatever. That's not what it was, but but they were like announcing sponsorships and stuff. And I fully recognize the the necessity of sponsorships on in like radio broadcasting, especially. But it's nice to be to have a podcast where at least at this particular time, it can just be us. Yep, and there's no. There are no extra distracting extras. Yeah, exactly. So I like that too. That's a long way to say that. <laughs> no, man, but I think you captured exactly what I was trying to say in that it's just uh, this is who we are and this is what we're passionate about and this is what we want to do. Yeah. When we started this whole thing, I think that was kind of the heart behind it is let's just talk about what matters to us. Yeah. Sometimes you get caught up in the let's make it really pretty and shine it up. Which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, too, to a degree. But if that's the main thing that you're trying to do, that's kind of a facade, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know, we want to just be genuine with what we're talking about. 
I mean, you see these churches today that have to dress everything up. Like everything has to be such a facade, such a production mm-hmm. that so you, you lose the, the you lose the whole meaning that you're there. I mean, even what we were talking about with Corby last week, right? About worship, and I think it was closer to the end of the episode, but we were talking about worship as in, like corporate worship in a church. How a lot of churches are moving towards that more concert type style. And how it's it's more of a passive consumption of worship worship as opposed to an active participation, and you know that's it, it's it's so easy to to lean. <clears throat> excuse me, it's so easy to lean that way. Mm-hmm. And you know I, I'm glad that that Corby didn't and hasn't, um, but at the same time he's kept a contemporary. And you know that, that's what we want to do here. We don't. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be big. It's not going to be flashy. You yeah. probably you most likely won't hear fireworks on this episode. Unless we do a special Fourth of July podcast outside, yeah, coming to you live from some weird park <laughs> from yeah, from the roof of some building downtown, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, it's you fun. Know, yeah, it is. I enjoy it. It's been it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun, and I and I hope that everybody can see the value in just this episode alone, mm-hmm. like as its own little thing of just the conversation. Yeah. Just. Getting a little bit uh, off topic is kind of a good thing sometimes. <laughs> this is a tangential episode. Yeah. So uh, one of the uh, women in my wife and my small group, every week without fail, she'll and I, I laugh every time because it's awesome, she'll say, a sign, a, a sign of a cosine is a tangent, <laughs> like whenever she gets distracted. And we started saying it too. So that's what this episode is, just like little tangents, but it all... I feel like it all rolls up underneath that that umbrella of just keeping this genuine mm-hmm. and just what what we want to make out of it, but what God can use out of it too. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, and I think this is the first episode that we've done together since our youth group has started back up. Oh yeah, and so that changes an element. You know that whole that whole thing changes kind of our time structure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what I wanted to ask you was just like how. With the podcast going on, and now that we're back and serving in the youth ministry for the school year, yeah, how is that balance looking? Uh, that balance, so it's looking a lot better than I thought it would initially. I think. So I, I don't know if we've talked about it on this episode before, but back in January, I had a panic attack, like January third, on my way to work, um, and missed 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 quite a bit of work, kind of through that whole situation, and um, the anxiety that kind of showed itself through that situation and the reason or the only reason that I really come up with for that was that the whole past year we've been talking about getting a house this summer starting to try to have kids this summer and in 2017 that was all hypothetical and that's cool with me I love planning and then 2018 hit and I'm on my way to work it's like oh snap (laughs) <laughs> like this, this is gonna happen now, and and I panicked. Like I mean, a house and a kid are two of the biggest things you can do, right? And, I mean, you know that. Mm-hmm. So and that I think, you know, get, working through that January, February, March, and then just now that we do have a kid on the way, and we've kind of tabled the house discussions. I think a couple weeks ago when I texted you and said, "Hey, like." things are getting busy things are getting like like I'm like just kind of a little crazy like my mind was starting to run was I was letting my mind run away with 
oh no, I'm too busy to do X, Y, and Z. The kid's coming. The kid's going to take all this time. And the kid will take a lot of time. And Kelly's going to need me more, of course, but I'm also starting to be able to identify those areas in my life where I don't make the best use of my time sometimes. Like I do have free time and it's just how, how am I, how am I using that? How am I planning that out? And, you know, allocating that to the different things I, that I deem important. And this is one of those things. And my relationship with you is one of those things. And with my wife and our small group and men's Bible study on Sunday and the kids on Sunday nights, like it's, it's a lot, but it's what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm definitely feeling a lot better about it, more secure in that. And, um, yeah, just, just trusting that God's going to hold it all and hold whatever he wants me to do. He's going to keep that in my life. And if a season changes for anything, then a season will change. And, you know, there's a, there's a season for everything. So, um, God just making room for something, something newer, bigger, better. He's just going to use you for something else next. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I, you know, I understand that yeah. and I'm, I'm one that deals with anxiety myself and it's gotten better over the years and I would only attribute that to the grace of God um, because I'm not doing anything to fix that. But I can tell you a story. When I started the job that I, my previous job that I just left, yeah. uh, the job prior to that, I had been almost for seven years. Really? Yeah. And I got that job when I was in high school. So What were you doing? I was working on cars for a Honda dealership. Oh, right. Yeah. So um, I was 17 when I got that job. Seven years later, I'm, ha- I'm halfway through my 20s. Yeah. So I had grown up a lot with some of the men that I worked with. And some of the men I worked with were some of my closest friends. So this new job comes along and I take it. And I guess I just never realized how important those relationships were to me. So I'm in this new environment at this new job. I'm a week into it. And I just, anxiety like I've never had before just hit me like a freight train. And I had to step out to my car, broke down, called my sister. Just I had nobody else to reach out to. And I was just a mess just because I was so overwhelmed by all these challenges in my life and this change and, you know, losing those, those, or not losing them, but just not having the everyday interaction with those relationships that really were helping me. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough, dude. It's really tough. And so, you know, I'm looking back now and just kind of seeing the way God has grown me throughout the past 10 years since I graduated high school. And we'll say like 18, 19, highly anxious person, 20 to 25 semi-anxious person, 26, 27, you know, moderate. Yeah. Still anxious, but when it came time for me to make a decision to leave my very structured and comfortable job that I knew was going to be there every day to start my own business, mm-hmm. no sweat. See, that, I mean, A, admirable, both from the hard work perspective and the trusting God perspective. I think that's... That's something that oh, there's Tracy. If you heard, <laughs> if you're the dog in the background, um, I mean, dang it, there was an um there, right there. Uh, that's all right. That's, the dog distracted. The dog just. I I lost my train of thought. It's in my mind. If 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 I put myself in your situation, I'd be like off the walls. Like, I mean, my first my first instinct when I'm starting to feel anxious is not to trust God with it. Absolutely. It's, I mean, I, I think that's what, that was what our youth pastor's message to the high schoolers was, 
last week was anxiety versus fear. And it was a, it was an interesting lesson to try to teach because the whole time you know, I was thinking, I relate to this, I relate to this, I relate to this. Absolutely. I and was the same way. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. This is applicable for everybody. Yeah. Which was really cool. And, you know. I I, I I appreciated that, but I, I look at I look at what what you're pursuing now, and it's just it's like man, just let me know if you need anything, because I if I was in your shoes, I'd be I'd be not to make you nervous, but I'd be I'd be nervous, I'd be freaking out. And, yeah, um, you're a little more seasoned than I am, obviously. But well, you know, man, I'm taking my lumps, but at the same time, I'll say this first: when I first made that decision. That was right when I did the In the Boat podcast. Yeah. And, you know, really I was looking at Peter and when he when he starts walking towards Jesus on the water, um, kind of like, okay, are you willing to take those steps towards God in this season and walk away from, you know, your boat, your job mm-hmm. into kind of an unknown territory? And so, you know, I, I always have dealt with doubt and so much anxiety um, that I was just, I think, to a point, you know, in this situation where I was ready to just say, you know what, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I always have God to fall back on. But I also want to say this, when you feel God start tugging at your heart, you have to start asking yourself, what are you going to allow to stand in your way to doing what God called you to do? And if my job and being, you know, kind of just strapped down and anchored down to this one job where you really don't have that flexibility to go do what God's calling you to do, then that has to go. And that's, that is radical in this life mm-hmm. because we're not going to say, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not going to work this job. I'm not going to stay in this house. I'm not going to live this lifestyle anymore to go serve God. That's crazy. This is, you know, we've worked so hard for all this. Mm-hmm. And you just come to a breaking point where it's like, it's all, it's all you got or nothing. And I'm not going to let anything hold me back. You know, and I think some people kind of questioned my decision to leave a really good job and thought I was doing it for money. And that's not, you know, I'm not looking at the dollar bills that I can get from this. I'm looking at the time debt that I just got out of. Yeah. And that is the biggest piece of debt most people don't even recognize that they're in. But I needed more time, more time with my kids to serve them in the most important ministry a man will ever find himself in, but also to go do those things with, you know, the other people that have, you know, a part in this too. And so you get to a point where your, your, I don't know if it's your call or what it is in your life becomes more powerful than your anxiety. That's fair. I, I can see how that, how that would, I mean, yeah. If, if you've got that confidence of that call from God of like, Hey, this is, this is where I'm moving you next. Ready or not, here we go. Mm. I, I can definitely see how that that can conquer some anxiety and yeah, really and just give you some inspiration yeah. and well, it's and it's not so much like a a call like you hear the audible voice of God. You know, we're all called. Mm. It's just taking up ownership over that. It's taking up ownership of that, and maybe the best cure for some of our anxiety is just to take up ownership of what God's called us to do and and trust it and just believe it. I mean, that's what anxiety is at the root, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's not all, trusting. It's, it's all distrust of God. Yeah. It's all, oh, God's not going to... 
A, I can't handle this. B, I don't think God can handle this either. Oh, I'm going to fall flat on my face, yeah. and I don't know what's going to happen. And when you when you logically break that down, and you say, I mean, I mean, even for myself, like I had that job transition three or four months ago, and during that, you know, it was like we had about a month of coverage for my old job, and that was it. And you know, no, no, we didn't have kids. You know, we just had an apartment. We had savings, sure, but that was a time when anxiety really could have taken over. And the whole time I'm just praying that, you know, Hey God, uh, I know I've put myself in quite a mess here, but, uh, you have come through before and I have faith that you will come through again. Absolutely. And you know, my heart and you know, I am freaking out right now. Oh but, yeah. But my, I, I, it's like, I, I may not 100% believe it in my heart because we all have that sinful nature, but I want to. And, just giving that all to you, God. Mm-hmm. You just take that and run with it. And he did. And yeah. that just gives you confidence for the next time anything with anxiety happens. And it's just like, hey, God took care of me last time. And you just kind of get used to that, that you're, you're a child of God. Like, he's, he's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah, it, it is. It's comforting in that, to get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm just going to trust on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna trust on this one. It's so freeing too, because if <laughs> when we try to control our own lives, it's bad things happen. Oh, we're not good at it. No one's good at it. We think well, we can get away with that for a little while. Yeah, but it all comes crashing down eventually without God. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. Well, you know what? I think that um, we've covered quite a bit. Dang, man. Yeah, quite a bit. Of, uh, this isn't keeping track of minutes. We're at 134 beats. <laughs> With four beats per measure at 120 beats per minute. So whoever wants to do that math, that's how long this podcast is. Um, guys, thank you for listening today to our tangential conversation. But hope you got a little something out of it and can relate to some of it. And, you know, just understand where we're coming from a little better and our continued journey with this podcast and what we want to do with it. And, yeah, I mean, oh, also, we might be getting on Facebook. We'll see. Still kind of playing with the social side. Instagram is by far the best channel to reach us at. Um, we're still looking at Twitter, but it's just not it's not really grabbing any traction and gaining traction. And it seems like other podcasts are having a lot of they're having a lot of success with Facebook, and I feel like that's a pretty versatile media to go through. So maybe we'll give that a shot and see what see what comes out of it. I like it. I think it sounds like a great idea. There's, I had the idea that I talked to you about this week. I'm going to explain it right here on the podcast. Do it. I'm going to try to explain it on the Instagram page as well because it might be a little confusing to some people. So there's this guy that I follow on Instagram that did a, um, a college bowl type of bracket style competition on his Instagram story. So basically he would pit one college against another college, not sports, just the college in general. And you would vote for which college you think would be better or win. And so this college would win over here, and they would go on to face the other college that won. So I thought, what a great idea would it be if we pitted books of the Bible against each other until we got to just one champion, and then we just ran with it and talked about that book. We do a book study. We do an episode. I don't know. So that's how it's going to look. You're going to see it on the Instagram story. I think I'm going to start with the Gospels, and that'll be like round one. You'll have like Luke versus John, and then Mark versus Matthew, and then the winner of those two will compete. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So be on the lookout for that on Instagram. So if I'm understanding this correctly, you will or will not be putting numbers into one of the... (laughs) 
I, I can I can just see our listeners being like, let, let, let's let's see them do this, and then they vote numbers into the finals, and then yeah. we end up doing a whole study on numbers. Interesting twist, it will be, yeah, really, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Every, I'm, I'm down for it. I all, just, all 66. All right. and I'm gonna kind of try to break them down into some type of theme. Like you have the Gospels, and then like Paul's letters will stay in within Paul's letters. Like, I like that. Yeah, you'll, you'll pit Romans with Ephesians. I don't know if that's what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to do like Romans against Daniel. Yeah. Leviticus and Revelations. Yeah, yes. I mean, come on. If we did Romans versus Leviticus, Romans. if you're being honest, everybody's wrote, voting for the book of Romans. Yeah. Which I'm just going to go ahead and call who my my bowl winner is going to be. Okay. I think my bowl winner is going to be the book of Romans. Do really? you Do you have a pick? Um, see, I'm partial to James. You think James is going to win it? Yep. All right. I you, think it's just such a powerful book, and especially for, I mean, I, I think we've covered some of, of the content of James, but not explicitly as content from the book of James. So I'm going to call James on this one. All right, man. You heard it here on the podcast. Casey's taking James. I'm taking the book of Romans. It's a gentleman's wrong. It's a gentleman's bet. <laughs> Sounds good. We're pro- they're, they're, they heard you now, and they're probably going to vote Leviticus no, into the final it. book. and. Then, Challenge accepted. Yeah, that's going to. Wow. I didn't think about that. You just really. Here we you go. just really threw a monkey wrench in this. <laughs> but I'm excited. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. It's make good. make the book that wins like Philemon or something. Something short. <laughs> yeah, just, something little, t- some tiny two pages that I've never read. Yeah. In like the end of the Old Testament. I would yeah. enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah. Just, We're going to get something difficult. No, I think that's what makes it fun is, is we have no idea what's coming, so. Yeah. That's coming. Be on the lookout for that on the Instagram story. Yes. And uh, I guess with that note, that's it for today. And we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>